0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss Dynasty Strategy, Rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Richard Abram Dotson, here with my fellow host, Matthew I-Don't-Know-O'Hara. Thanks, man. I thought we were good friends. Yeah, I forgot your mail. name. Is it Michael? No. Is it Matthew? No. That's, yeah, that would be odd. Matthew, Matthew O'Hara? Yeah. little MMO? <laughs> what, did I stutter? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, can you please put your son's name on the uh, birth certificate, please? It's Matthew, <laughs> M- Matthew, M- M- Matthew O'Hara. Uh, okay. Right. Okay, mumble mouth. Sounds like a family name. Uh, yeah, it could be. <laughs> so here we are. We're entering week number seven. We're really cruising along this NFL season, aren't we? It's pretty much done. Don't you just love... (laughs) (laughs) I love that our shows, like, uh, we do the football season real quick, and then we just do the whole off-season shows. Yeah. And off-season shows really, where you really learn something. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, we try to drop as much knowledge as possible during the season, but there's... Well, you
0: know, I would consider ourselves the best off-season podcast you could possibly listen to. Uh,
1: Me too, yeah. I think
0: if you went back and if you analyzed all the Dynasty podcasts in the world... And you took our rookie analysis for other rookie people's analysis. I okay. bet we come out ahead.
1: Oh, all right. Well, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: just just throwing it out there.
1: Maybe somebody has a lot of time on their hands and they can do that. Like for you know, somebody. I, I certainly they, don't. Oh, I won't either. <laughs> but
0: uh, I don't even listen. To, I, I don't. I don't listen. I don't listen to very many other podcasts because I don't ever want to be accused of stealing something.
1: I listen to zero other fantasy football podcasts.
0: Me too. I'm pretty bad at that. I just don't because I don't ever want to be accused right. of stealing something. So I never listen. But. uh if you did do that we could advertise like you know if some people have the number one rookie rated dynasty podcast in the world the dynasty nerds podcast and we don't even know if we're number one we're just assuming we're number one
1: yeah right you know what to say about assuming don't you it makes uh, an ass out of you
0: uh out of me you you and me and me you're right oh okay yep yeah donkey Over there. Um, So, of course, it's another week. So, of course, we have major injuries. We can't go by. Um, This isn't new. Last year, if you listen back, or in the year before that, every single week we talk about, I think last year was specifically this time, like, when will it stop? When will the bleeding stop? But it never stops. Because guess what? We're going to come out here next week, and there's going to be another major injury. Who knows who it's going to be? Could it be you? It could be you. It's it's what really brings in when it comes to fantasy football, dynasty fantasy football. There is a lot of luck into it as well. It's it's hard to stay healthy. It's, sometimes it's just a healthy team that gets by that ends up win the whole damn thing because they just were able to escape that injury. Uh, I talk about it on my redraft show all the time on ESPN Cleveland, where it says people that are I was like, hey, if you're one in four right now, there's no need to flip out because guess what? People that just lost Odell Beckham, most likely some of those guys are in the top of the food chain, right? And now they lost, back. yeah, they lost Odell. They don't have depth, so now as the bye weeks come along too, they're going to start losing. They're going to start dropping. Never give up. Never give up. I'm like a motivational speaker. Never give up. Keep putting that line up week in week out, and you'll come out on top. You too could be a champion, just like me.
1: Wow, you're really laying it on thick today, man.
0: What? Because I'm a champion. <laughs> some leagues I'm a champion. Some teams I'm not. You exactly. Know? In our in in our 15 year old league, I'm undefeated with a hundred points more than the second place team. You are, man. You're my wailing. team's looking fancy pantsy. Mm-hmm. In the Dynasty Nerds podcast listener league. Um, it looks like my team was drafted by my five-year-old son, who just randomly picked bad players.
1: <laughs> you win some, you lose some. You know? My
0: only good player on that team is AJ Green, uh, and nobody will trade me for him. Oh, I'm sorry. People will offer this to me. Hey, I'll give you a uh, Amir Abdullah and a fifth for AJ Green in your first. Oh wow, that's, yeah. that's some good stuff. Yeah, it's a League of Champions. Uh-huh. Um, but so here we're back to another injury, a major one, nonetheless whether it be you're in a super flex league or if you're in a regular league, Aaron Rodgers is out for the year. He needed surgery. He has a broken, he got a ass collarbone, man. I would say clavicle. Oh, wow. You're fancy. Hello. Let me put down my team. <laughs> I would say he broke his clavicle.
1: Yeah. He uh, broke his collarbone, man.
0: Yeah. That dude's gone. He gone. Enter mm-hmm. Brent Hunley, wow. who's been in the system for three years. So he shouldn't be, uh, um, it shouldn't be like terrible news for guys like Jordy Nelson. Uh, but it's going to be worse news i suppose
1: no i mean it's obviously a downgrade for him uh i mean i don't, i i think it's better that it's a guy like you know hudley that's been there and you know they obviously have he's their only backup or he was their only backup they for years yeah so i mean they obviously like what they've seen from the guy in practice and stuff like that enough to not bring in any kind of competition.
0: Yeah, it sucks, man. So, like, if you're, again, of teams at the top, they have Aaron Rodgers. They've been cruising because, you know, a, lot, a guy like Aaron Rodgers, a lot of times, even on teams that are not so good, he's the kind of point getter that will get you to a six seed on his own because he scores, scores so many fantasy points. Teams like that are going to now drop in the rankings because now they're going to drop in the rankings. Their overall total points four are going to drop a little bit. So, there's time to jump ahead here. Maybe you had uh, Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham, and now he's going to go from the top to the bottom.
1: Right. It, it, I mean, it can flip like that pretty quick right here in midseason with some of these injuries, some to big names like, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll get, we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about after we talk about this before we get into the games about what wor- about approaching your team now as you enter enter week seven, because now is the time to actually do something, whether it be get out or get in. All right. The water, the water is tepid. It's lukewarm. All right. You got to make your decision because it ain't getting warmer. It ain't getting any hotter. Maybe it's getting colder.
1: Right, make a decision. So
0: we'll talk about that here coming up as we talk about a couple of these injuries. So uh, Aaron Rodgers is out. Hopefully you have a backup. Um, say you're in a full superflex. You have Aaron Rodgers and Jameis Winston. Guess what? Jameis is hurt too. Now, uh, what's his AC joint?
1: Uh, yeah, Jameis Winston's AC joint. He's uh, not expected to throw at all this week in practice. So this might be one of those things where it's a dreaded game time decision type of thing. Or they might just, I mean, be safe with their young quarterback and sit him yeah, this week.
0: Yeah, I heard he's gonna play. Uh, I know he was warming up. They said he could have came back in last week if he had to have come back in, but they just cut him out for a precautionary to be safe. Maybe he's not throwing just kind of be safe and not agitated. So I'm not so worried about Jameis Winston. Right, famous Jameis. Famous. Needs to stop throwing all those famous. interceptions. He's gonna enter the league where we want to enter. Right. Which is a league of champions. So, yeah, I mean,
1: even dating back to college, he did have he did throw some interceptions there. So this doesn't really surprise no, me. No,
0: he's doing exactly what he did in college pretty much. It's just kind of something we thought he would learn from. He did not learn from. He needs to learn from if he wants to enter that next stage. Because we're going to enter a next stage here soon of these younger quarterbacks as these older guys like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. So they're going to be starting slowly X in the league and their stratosphere of awesomeness. Most of those guys already have. Big Ben, terrible at away, not so bad at home. Sure. Eli Manning, pff, about to be joining Paint Manning.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's 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 starting to look a little rough on the edges, but that's Eli. I mean, that's Eli. He, he's, he's, has, a by, he's a two
0: he's a two time Super Bowl champion. Right. Let the kid be okay. Um, so Jameis is gonna be out. Emmanuel Sanders got a boo boo.
1: Uh, Emmanuel Sanders did get a boo boo, but luckily, you know, that was good news. He did go in for like, you know. He, X-rays were clean. He went in for an MRI. It was just a sprain, so hopefully, you know, this is one of those short-term type of things. Maybe a, a week. Hopefully, if we'll that. see. We'll see how bad. If it's a high ankle sprain, you know, you could those could be four or six week injuries.
0: So. Yeah, and they said Trevor Simeon should be good to go for next week too. He got a little banged up there. They brought in Brock, the Jack Oxweiler. Uh, he's no good. And they're bringing Simeon, who's also really no good. He came either. back in though, yeah. Simeon came yeah, back in the game. so he should be good to go. Uh, Simeon's definitely not the long term answer there. Uh, neither is Brock Osweiler, and possibly not even Paxton Lynch.
1: Um, no, that guy might not be on the roster. It could or, be,
0: w- or it could be Chad Kelly. It He's- could be worse. You could be a Cleveland fan. Yeah. Don't know any of those, do you? I, uh, nope. Actually, I don't. Uh, nothing's worse. <laughs> 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 nothing's worse than being a diehard football fan. I mean, you do a football podcast on it. You live your life about it. You just really delve into the subject. And then your favorite team is the worst run franchise in the history of sports. Sports. Not football. Sports. It's bad, man. It's so bad. Moving on. Before I cry. DeMarco Murray. We mentioned a couple weeks ago that, hey, there's things to be worried about here because DeMarco Murray's, you know, hamstring tightness is something that lingers. Sure. And usually it doesn't really ease up. And it looks like it looks like what we said is really coming to fruition. I said use that time that Derrick Henry's probably going to get more carries to trade Derrick Henry. Now, Derrick Henry comes in, he has 19 carries, and busts off some pretty good runs. Right. Now, most of those yards run one carry for 75 yards. They were. So, that's you know, that's most of that for a touchdown. I still stand by that. I'm still trying to see. Uh, Definitely now, after that game, now's the time I feel like, okay, flip Derrick Henry, you probably get a pretty sweet return.
1: Um.
0: I'm looking for a high 18 first. Yeah,
1: I think I think you can get that at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to get that high 18 first and then I can flip that 18 first and the high 18 first plus my 18 first and get a little bit higher and get, try and get myself some Kwon Barkley. You know what I'm saying?
1: That'd be sweet, man.
0: Picking up when I'm laying down over there, son?
1: I mean, I get what you're saying if and that's what you mean. Me
0: a couple good running backs in this draft class, a couple good receivers sure in this really. draft class good things going on here yeah cortland sutton's pretty good calvin ridley's pretty good Deion cain's pretty good Darius Guy's is pretty good okay i'm pretty good ron jones pretty good all right
1: so moving on anyway golden tate also another guy that went down he's with pretty a, good with an injury um shoulder injury mm, uh a in like, couple weeks looks like he's gonna miss a few weeks i too. just traded for golden tate you did i traded him to you
0: uh, I traded for Dalvin Cook. He got hurt. I traded for Golden Tate. He got hurt. Um, I'm so, in, yeah. Sounds like
1: you got to stop making trades.
0: i got an offer for AJ Green on the table for Leonard Fournette. Now there's more to do it than that. And I'm like, well, if I trade for AJ Green, guess what's probably going to happen? He'll probably, He'll probably hurt. get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, out.
1: speaking of trades, uh, the trade winds were blowing and something that came to fruition that we thought was going to happen, AP finally gets off of the Saints. He'll probably get hurt. <laughs> and he lands at the, <laughs> the Cardinals. Actually, looked damn had, good. Actually had a good debut, you know. He, he um, I think he, what did he get? Like twenty seven carries or something like
0: that. Yeah, he he uh, he beasted out a little bit. I can't remember exactly how many carries he got, but I know he did pretty well. I know he rushed twenty six carries for one hundred thirty four yards and two touchdowns. Right, uh, really fit into that scheme pretty well for what it did. Which is most impressive is they have a really bad offensive line, and he still kind of managed to hit that hole and hit it hard. And kind of honestly, looked like AP of old. Yeah. So yeah. this is really good news for Adrian Peterson owners. You said before he just did not fit that scheme or that offense in New Orleans, and that's right. always a big thing. It's it's why we always worry about trades and free agency because, okay, you look good in this system. How are you going to look in this system? If it doesn't fit, guess what? It's not going to work. And I, mean, really,
1: I mean, really, that that trade worked out great for both sides because the New Orleans running backs excelled this week as well. Yeah, so, mostly
0: Mark Ingram, who went back right. to his pre-2016 role where he's actually catching footballs and run the football right. he had a monster game i thought kamara would have more of a monster game i still think his his time is still there he's still going to have some pretty good years uh games i think they're going to kind of flip-flop under who's the leading fantasy leader for them
1: but i think they can both be fantasy relevant at
0: this point oh for sure they go back yeah. to their old scheme of the ground pound right. uh get out there it'll be a little bit Pierre thomas mark marking room and hey cal alvin you can kind of be our Pierre thomas too right and it's gonna be kind of like who's the flavor of the week
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably end up, you know, whoever scores the touchdowns, the one that has the huge game and the other guy yeah. is, is a serviceable, you know, serviceable double digit type of guy that you still want. In your Just lineup. to see which one you like, man. Right. It's
0: kind of like Gatorade. You don't know which you you might have a flavor, favorite flavor this week, but next week you might have a different favorite flavor. So
1: I, uh, I did want to mention it was it wasn't something that you and I talked about uh, pre-show, but I wanted to squeeze it in here um, because I think it happened after our last show. Tyler Eifert ended up getting back surgery. Oh, that's third, right. Yeah. Third surgery. On his back. On his back. So he's out the remainder of the year as well. So that, that gives a nice little boost to Tyler Croft going forward. Yeah. Yep. So if you're an owner of him, you, you know, you ran to the waiver wires and got him or like me, you drafted him and, and had him on your roster.
0: You he's know, startable going he,
1: forward. He's startable, uh, at least as a tight end two or a streaming guy or something yeah. like that. So
0: yeah, Tyler Eifert, his dynasty value has just pretty much plummeted. At this point, he just can't be trusted. I mean, right. if you have him, you have him. You can't trade him because who's going to give you anything for him? No, you it's, know? It,
1: he's a hold. You know, Hopefully, at some point, he gets his back situation straightened out next, like next year.
0: It's if, hard. After three back surgeries, it's right. it's, hard, it's if, hard to have any confidence whatsoever that you're ever going to put it back together. Uh, I mean, he's literally almost a hit away, another surgery away from just being done with the league because his back can't handle anymore. Well,
1: I mean, you got to start – Questioning if he's going to even want to come back. I mean, yeah. three back surgeries is pretty intense. That's a lot. Man. Yeah. So that that good luck, you know. Any surgery is
0: a bad surgery. But a ba- like, I mean, any, I mean, some of them. Well, the back surgery is really bad. Right. Some I mean, of backs are not
1: nothing to be messed with. No. Some of them you it, you you almost can't move when your back's messed
0: up. Yeah. So like I'm 38, right? right? If I sit on the hard ground for too long, my back is jacked, dude. Right. Like I'm, a, and I don't even play football now. granted, I'm 38. I'm getting pretty old. You are getting yeah. up there in age. See if I live to seventy. Is it thirty-five plus 35 is 70, Carry the two threes. Is seventy-six. If I live to seventy-six, I'm halfway through my life.
1: True statement. That's got sad. You're you're some sort of math wizard. I know. You, see you prove I, it every you week. See
0: how, I, see how I carried those numbers there? Yeah, yeah. All in my head too. I know. Just pretty much just summed it up in my head there. Right. Um. So, so somebody else got hurt. Their feelings feeling hurt. <laughs> Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer, right. Shanahan was finally like, you know what? Enough's enough, dude. Enough is enough. You, that bench, take your butt cheeks, plan them there. Don't ever plan on getting back up.
1: I don't know if I had an ESP or what, but in, in the one league that I didn't draft C.J. Beathard, I went and picked him up this past week before the game. you doing a little bit of this? I must have been – I must have been sh- – Shining up your your crystal balls over there.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> whoa. I only wait, passed out for a minute.
1: Wait, that that, that came out wrong. Um, yeah, so um, CJ Beth CJ Beathard um, didn't didn't look too bad. Um,
0: he's pref- the man. We talked about him about right. him coming in because he's Kyle Shanahan's guy, and if yep. Hoyer struggles at all, he'll come in there and get some play time, and he did. And now he's auditioning for uh, the starting job, but he's really got to step it up if he wants a starting job because the odds of uh, Kirk cousins going there is still pretty high
1: no i mean they yeah it's very it is still very high but i mean it went from you know the 49ers not being able to score to, to getting 24 points on the board so it looked better with him than than it did with hoyer
0: how high are the odds of Kirk cousins going to san francisco are they snoop dog high <laughs> or are they you high well i'm not high at all exactly i'd be zero percent high
1: right um i just wanted to clarify you and you're never high it's right exactly
0: like never ever right high
1: so you'd uh, you'd be a flat line zero i'm a flat line zero snoop dog is like a hundred percent yeah it'd
0: be a hundred percent high it's a
1: lot closer to snoop Dogg than me i'll put it that way
0: put me in the middle you're in the middle you're at 50 50 uh, put me in the middle yeah i feel comfortable with that
1: or say. like you get high sometimes
0: yeah, I get like high you're sometimes. the
1: middle. You're the middle road. i life. <laughs> okay. I'm life. We're
0: talking about life, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, Snoop's pretty high in life. Clearly. You are very depressing, so you're very low. Flat life <laughs> bottom there. Uh, pretty high, right?
1: Yes, pretty high.
0: You put him right around um, like a uh, like Nate Dog, Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Days are confused. Right around like eight and a half. Yes, <laughs> right around there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, and then uh, we talked about Golden Tate. We did. Okay. Yeah. So that's it, right? That's it, bro. That's the news and notes. Mm-hmm. I love how we get smoothly goes through those news and notes. Oh yeah. Another week down of news and notes. You're welcome as we break down the obvious. <laughs> 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 we tell you what already we already know and we give you our opinion. That's how we do it, man. Well, isn't that why you listen for our opinion?
1: Yep. They say opinions are like buttholes.
0: Mm-hmm. And Everybody's uh, usually got one. And most people's stink. <laughs> i like that i like that a lot so here we are entering week seven so most of you are looking at your team and you're like ah oh, dude i'm still kind of in it some people are like Psh, look at me undefeated five and one look at all my points i'm doing good and some people are like damn
1: my team. who's undefeated at five and one
0: i said some people are undefeated some people are five and oh, one you know i'm, yeah, I'm kind of going through the different scenarios i got here. you i got you I, I, um so so there comes a time that you have to get to your season and assess your team Now is the perfect time to do so. Okay. Do you have a chance? Do you have a legit, not in your head, do you have a legit chance at winning the championship? It's a yes or no question, people. Not a maybe. Not a maybe. Yeah. Well, if this happens and this happens and that happens, and yeah, I'm good. Or are you most likely not going to win the championship? Even if you think you're going to make the playoffs, which if you make the playoffs, Everybody has a chance. Everybody's got a chance. But I will say this. Right I time. will say that that rule of thumb more so lies in redraft leagues where if you made the playoffs, anybody can win. Dynasty, it's not always the same. W have six man playoffs because, listen, the top end teams are still most likely going to blow out your mid range team. There's usually a big difference between the top couple teams in the number 60 that makes the playoff just realistically yeah. realistically over a yeah, long-term can, dynasty right, league not sure. a, not the first year sure. you know a first year dynasty league is more like a redraft league so you have you know if you're year one year two yeah it's a little bit more even there but listen you got to look at your team you got to be honest with yourself you can't blow smoke up your own butt it doesn't help it doesn't it, it, help. it could possibly give you cancer okay or burn you i mean all the above right yeah and like matt said not all but smell good don't add a little bit of smoke to that stank. okay so, look at your team. Do you have a legit chance to make your your team? and maybe you're on the maybe you're like, oh, I could be the sixth seed or whatever. Yeah, l- listen, you don't want to be the sixth seed. All right. You're gonna get you're gonna get dumped out, first round. You're now you have the seventh pick in the draft, you're stuck in the middle here. Assess your team. Maybe you had a couple injuries. Now, sometimes when you get these injuries, you have Aaron Rodgers, you have Odell Beckham, you have Allen Robinson, you have Dallin Van Cook, right? So your team's realistically not that bad. But you got to face the facts this isn't your year, right? Maybe you're the fourth or fifth seed right now, but you know, these injuries have really hurt you. So you know, you're going to start dropping here. Well, why don't you just kind of push that drop a little bit along here and make some moves, find some players that you have that are not your long-term future players that are most likely realistically. You don't need to win a championship next year and move those along to teams that do need those players. Maybe you have some good depth or quality players, 'Cause by here you're gonna do a little bit of thing we call addition by subtraction. You're gonna sell this player, you're gonna get a draft pick in return, or maybe a younger player altogether. Sure, sure. And it's gonna make your team a little bit worse. By worse, you're gonna score a little bit less fantasy points. The less fantasy points that you score, the slower the lower you're gonna drop down in your rankings. The lower you drop down in your rankings, the higher the pick you're gonna get. The higher pick you're gonna get equals the better player you're gonna get.
1: This is some sort of math lesson again.
0: Listen. Sometimes you got to break it down. It's dynasty for dummies. Okay. <laughs> sometimes you just got to clear. Sometimes it's that simple. You just have to like clearly explain it. Cause sometimes a lot of people like overthink things, right? I agree. And the There's one, a lot
1: of overthinking going on.
0: The number one thing that people overthink is about their own team. We talk about this. We've done podcasts. We've done evergreen podcasts about this, about being realistic with your team and making dynasty trades that you can't just sit there and be stagnant. You can't just sit here and go, oh, I'm just going to ride it out. You don't want to ride it out. You gotta be, you gotta be managing your team. This is, the, this is an important time, and this is the time of the year. Bye weeks, injuries, people are in need. After the season, it's going to be really hard to get first-round picks. Yeah, this it's is the really time hard. to
1: get them right now is the time to get them.
0: This week, right now, is the time to get first-round picks. This is where we're going to be flying off the shelves left and right. You can get teams because people are like, listen, I'm going to make the playoffs. I'm going to have a later first-round pick. I'm not worried about it. That's People right now case. are thinking,
1: I don't care about my first round pick. I just want to win the championship. That's yeah. That's what, how I'm feeling. I don't care. Well, that's,
0: that's, that should be always be your right. mentality. You should right. be like, well, if I give this up, and I'm not my first. Who cares about your first? Care about winning that ship, son. Right. Get that championship on your belt. Get those bragging rights. Who cares about first round picks? So you're gonna probably gonna blow, unless you listen to this podcast, of course. Uh so make sure, look at, look at the teams that are above you. Analyzer analyze their teams first. Okay. This is Joe's team. Look at Joe's team. It's not too bad. Okay, he's a legit chance here. Ooh, he's kind of weak here. I got a guy I can offer him here. Right. Go in. Get those first round picks. I would recommend in a situation like that, I'm just trying to acquire picks. I'm trying to get first round picks. I'm trying to get second round picks. I'm trying to like accumulate all that draft capital that I possibly can.
1: That's I mean, that is the way I, I approach it as well. I try to get draft capital. I don't necessarily try to get player I mean if I try to get players kind of on the way up.
0: Yes, it, well, yeah. It's the only player you're going to trade. Don't trade for right. you're, you're not trading for Larry Fitzgerald.
1: No, I mean, even even young players. Like, but if if I'm just starting out a rebuild, I'll will try to get a young player. I'll give you a guy. If, I, if I'm just about to blow it up, I just give me the picks. I just I I literally just want picks. That's yeah,
0: it but board. I'm saying if you're looking for talent that can help you down the road, too, without picks as well, there's players out there you can try and get. Like a guy, I think a perfect example of a guy is Sterling Shepard. Sure. You know, right now he's hurt so he's not helping a team as it is anyways, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to be back for a couple of weeks. When he comes back, I think he's going to kind of do ex- very well, do extremely well. Well, um, yeah,
1: especially with Odell out, yeah.
0: With Odell out and Brandon Marshall out, I think he's really going to excel. We're talking about a rookie that had over 1,000 yards last year. Showed pretty good, even with all those guys on the field again this year. Mm-hmm. I think we'll compliment Evan Ingram very well there. We don't even know. Most likely the odds are Snoop Dogg high where Odell Beckham will be a New York Giant again in the future. Okay? I would say so. Still compliments Dylan Shepard very, very well. He's a player right now that you can go out there and get. And I think my advice is he's a player you want to go get. Sure, I think he sure. holds really, really good value. I'm going to acquire him.
1: I mean, if you can, but don't you think the owner of that team is thinking on the same lines as you. At least I am. I think he's one of those guys that's not really gonna move that much.
0: I do, but I bet it's 50 okay. Um I bet right. there's some teams that and it, obviously if you draft him you know him pretty well right. and you're probably pretty excited him too. But my point is that the person team he is on, he's not helping him right now. Right. So if that guy right. is in need of help, he'd probably be willing to sacrifice a player that has still have some risk to him. He's not he's not a proven player yet for a more proven player. Maybe somebody that's a little bit older on your team that you know is kind of good. Maybe it's a year left or two year left where you can flip that for a guy, Sterling Shepard. Again, he's not going to help you right away because he's hurt too, so when we go back to that, you're moving down the draft capital for a young Australian player early, you can do that. If you offer a good enough player, you might be able to get Sterling Shepard and a draft pick. But Sterling Shepard falls in that line of a good player that I'd really like to acquire. Um, maybe Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon hasn't done much right now. Maybe Joe Mixon, a guy that has him on his team, is hoping to make that push, needs a little bit more running help. Maybe take a guy like LaShawn McCoy and turn LaShawn McCoy into a guy like Joe Mixon.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you could you could possibly do that on the right, you know, right type of scenario.
0: Obviously, every every yeah, league's gonna be different, some right. moves. But these are the moves you want to make. Again, I encourage draft picks, but don't be afraid to also take guys that are young that were first round picks this year. I'm trying to get guys like George Kittle on my roster. I'm trying to get Guys like David and Joku on my roster. You're not gonna be able to get Evan Ingram, but he'd be a good get as well. Right, I think he's a little uh, too hot of an item right he now. He looks so good. Mm-hmm. He's a tight end, one, isn't he?
1: Yes. Yeah. Especially with all the injuries now. I mean, he was already performing pretty well, and and now that there's no one else for that. Yeah, when you see a tight end
0: there. doing what he's doing, you know he's the truth. Mm-hmm. He is the truth. So, but be real. The, the main point is just be realistic with your roster. Like, where are you this year? Don't worry about anything else where are you this year and if you're not really where you want to be this year set yourself up to be there next year and hell if it can't be next year make sure you set yourself up to be there in 2019 because that's where we want to be and that's where the draft picks come into effect and sometimes you you know you that's why i always say about dynasty my favorite slogan i i always used to say when it comes to dynasty way back in the day to over 10 years ago when people didn't really know anything about dynasty They'd be like, oh, what's so good about... like? Tell me why Dynasty is good. I'm like, listen, man. You have these leagues... Like, our, At that point, our league's been going on for five years. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, we have this league that's been going on for five years. And these guys are paying 100 bucks to get in the league. And they have 0% chance of winning. Right? People would literally pay money. No, they literally have 0% chance to win the championship. But they'll still pay their money because they like the way they're managing their team. And like the way the direction their team's going. It's a one league where even when you're losing... You're winning, Because right. you have a chance to get that Saquon Barkley. You have a chance to get that Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt. Have these guys in your roster forever. It's a, it's 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 a really fun process. So you can put yourself in a position and really flip it around after two years. Definitely, if we're talking about guys like you know, obviously the one league I said where AJ Green's my best player, 2018 is not my year.
1: No. 20. You, you need to blow that up. Right?
0: 2019. I'm hoping to start making a little bit more. Uh,
1: Progress, and, Yeah, a
0: little, little legway. But at the same time, there's tons of teams out there that are going to have, like I said earlier, you have Allen Robinson, Odell Beckham, uh, and Aaron Rodgers on your roster, and you're kind of a little bit hurt there, but you're not that bad off where you just need a couple assets, and this one draft pick is going to do it for you. Same thing in our dynasty league, right? My team's never always been that bad. But for the last two years, it was just either injuries or bad matchups it kind of pushed my draft status down a little bit. But put me in position to grab a couple good guys. Uh, made a couple butt moves to move up in the draft to get a couple guys as well and mortgage a couple things to put myself in a position now to have a really beasty squad. I used right. those two bad years to put myself in a solid position to get guys like Leonard Fournette. And that's what you should do too. Put yourself in a position to, get in the, to win in the future. Embrace the suckness, right? Embrace it. Embrace it. And move up. But now's the time to make moves. Now's the time to go out there and get first round picks. Now is the time to sell first round picks for quality guys as well. So we're sitting here saying, hey, don't be afraid you're out there to go get first round picks or try and trade for tr- first round picks. Don't be afraid to sell first round picks if you feel like you can really win. There's going to be guys out there that you can get, and that's just old guys for first round picks. You just made a move for Chris Thompson and Jordy Nelson in our league. You gave up a first and second. I like that for you.
1: Right. Yeah. No. It, it's one of those things where I, I you know, I, I've lost a little bit of depth at the running back position and just a little bit of uncertainty with some guys, you know, DeMarco Murray and stuff like that on, on some older guys. And I've been, I've been hit pretty hard at, at the wide receiver position this year. Cam, Cam Meredith, Odell Beckham, um, you know, now Emmanuel Sanders goes down. I traded golden Tate. So these are all guys that I was really relying on last year on my championship run that I just don't have this year. So I had to get some kind of depth there. And, uh, I went out and made a move for, you know, obviously an older guy in Jordy, um, but he wasn't really – I'm not sure – I needed a wide receiver, but I wouldn't have done the deal, I don't think, without without Chris Thompson. And
0: that's why you watch it and like that's a good move for you to getting Chris Thompson. Right. Essentially for a second, essentially.
1: I mean, essentially, yeah. I mean, however, um, however you want to cut it, I either got Jordy for a second or, or him for a second. Like, yeah. In my eyes, you know, it's it's one or the other.
0: In the same league, when we talk about desperation, you know, causes for desperation moves where the same team gave up Kirk Cousins for a first-round pick, the team desperately needed a quarterback. That has a legit chance to win a championship. Sure. He needed a quarterback really bad. He gave up his first for Kirk Cousins. Right. Normally it would be a really hard trade to make. And again, this is this is year four, 15 or so in our for our league. So neither of these guys are they've been doing this for a long time. Right. they both know how to manage their roster. They're both making the right moves for their team. One understanding they have they're having a bad year. It has Aaron Rodgers, a couple other players that are hurt. Knows he's not totally out of it rebuild wise. He has Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins, two guys are under underperforming as well. He's acquiring first round picks. Now he has three sure. picks going to the next year. Maybe not set himself up for eighteen, but with the possibility of coming right back in eighteen, but certainly set himself up for nineteen at the very latest to come back and come right back at it for strong. a championship. Yeah, strong. with all, very, these, yeah, with all very these first strong. round picks, yeah. And that's called doing it right. And the same team on the other end, the guy who gave up Kirk Cousins or gave up his first for Kirk Cousins. People were like, a not in super flex league. I'm not giving him a first for Kirk Cousins, but he's doing what it takes to win a championship because right. he, he knows that's he's gonna got be a, a legit chance, chance and, to win. And
1: ben Roethlisberger is his other quarterback, and Blake Bortles, and neither one of those guys are performing. Uh, go out and get, make a move, man. Yeah, if that's your weak spot, make a move and get your starting lineup. Yeah, better. So, so you know? grab
0: your roster, grab it firm. Look it in the eye, and ask it. Can you win it all? Can you? Can you? <laughs> if it doesn't look you dead back without you know looking away, no blinking, no blinking, yeah. and say you're damn right, I can. You take that thing and you say you shred it apart and you you make it a little bit better. That's all right. right. All right, let's get some of these games, shall we? Uh, sure. Let's go always back to Thursday, October twelfth.
1: Oh wow, seems like yesterday.
0: Eagles, Panthers, come out there cam regresses again uh cam came back after a couple strong games this game yeah, yeah it was okay three you know I, I, not too
1: great i'm gonna chalk it up to thursday night football man me too i hate thursday night football no one ever looks ready in that and everything looks like a cluster f out
0: of this game i'll take you, you know christian mccaffrey comes away again with 10 receptions 56 yards his bread and butter uh as a touchdown looked really good in the passing game four carries eight ca- yards that's not going to look good but that's gonna be consistent with him He's going to be a PPR running back. Right. Um, look at these.
1: Look at the other running backs, though. I mean, they just it was a horrible night for them. Yeah, they need Fawzi Whitaker one yard or one rush negative three yards. Jonathan Stewart, eight carries for negative four yards. So, I mean, it was it was a bad all around game for the rushing attack.
0: And, I wouldn't and, be surprised if they signed somebody like Jeremy Hill in offseason. Something that can run between the tackles, just be an OK guy, kind of like a Jonathan Stewart, you know, and still then use Christian McCaffrey in the passing game.
1: I mean, I think this is it for Jonathan Stewart, don't you?
0: Oh, he has to be. Right. I hope he realizes it. If he grabbed his raw his his self on the roster <laughs> and left him Mary, he'd marry like you done. Right. Um, other side of the ball here with Philadelphia, obviously Carson Wentz I I'm, I'm I'm he's the truth. Right? He's going to be good. He's going to be good for a long time. Um, uh, but Nelson Algalore, he's really, you know, I think at this point we can say to say that Nelson Angler finally in his fourth year has kind of turned the corner here and is a realistic option to put in your lineup week in week out. He's being looked at. He's getting targets. He had the second most targets to Alshon Jeffrey here. He's caught another touchdown, a really nice catch, really nice uh, throw, really nice run there. I think Nelson Algarlor is really a nice, solid wide receiver three at this point.
1: I mean, I'll totally agree with everything you just said, other than it's not his fourth year. It's his third season. The typical third season breakout.
0: I'm sorry. And you're right. It is the third season. That's okay. I was thinking of something else. It's
1: late at night. It is late night. But it, he, he is coming along nicely. It looks like he's finally settled in here. Um, he kind of went through some weird, I think, like, I don't know if it was emotional or, or something in his head last year was what was really messing him up, not really necessarily the physical stuff.
0: It, it goes back to that theory we talked about earlier in the year when we did our mock draft, is how so quick people are, are ready to give up on first-round picks. Sure, And not just NFL picks, first-round dynasty picks, second-round dynasty picks. We say it all the time. Uh, same thing that goes back to this these trades we're trying to make. Look back last year and maybe the year before that. And who were first and second round picks? Right? Kind of gives you hopes for like a guy like LaQuan Treadwell, who we we'll talk about when we get to Minnesota. But and maybe a guy who's a first round pick that hasn't done anything for like the last year or year or two years, and get that guy because you're going to be able to get him cheaper. Sometimes guys don't come out like Evan Ingram. You know what right. I mean? You can't be, you can't think OJ Howard's going to be terrible because after the first six weeks he hasn't done anything in Tampa Bay, okay. Some guys come on slower. You can't just say Jay Jones is going to be garbage just because he hasn't really done much in Buffalo. All right. Some guys come on hot and heavy. Some guys take a couple of years to transition to NFL. Allison, obviously, Nelson Aguilar has done that. If Nelson Aguilar could take this step and carry it over to the next year and do his fourth year,
1: right, that'll be big time.
0: That's to be pretty big time because remember the Eagles will then have a fifth year option on him as well. Mm-hmm. Then put himself in position just to be re-signed long term as he gets more comfortable with Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. This is something that can grow. I like Nelson Algalore going forward and for the future. I think he's a really nice, solid player. He's not the next superstar, but something that hopefully you can put in your lineup week in, week out. Yeah, as Carson Wentz gets better, then Algalore can progress. If he can finish a wide, wide receiver too, that really solidifies that first-round pick you made in mm-hmm. a Nelson Algalore. I agree. Okay. That's all I really want to talk about those games. Anybody want to talk about? Nope, that was it, man. Okay. That covers it it covers it all glad we did moving on to the dolphins and the falcons there uh jj finally hit that big game of 136 yards on uh 130 carries (sighs) has knee looked at a little bit i mean 130 yards on 26 carries 26
1: carries it was not a (laughs) (laughs) 1.0
0: um yeah no catches but did have three targets now we've been saying for a while now look for jj to have that kind of good game so you can get out from under this was a good game get out from under at some point, he still hit, he hit during the game. He had his knee looked at again. This knee is not going to last. No. All right?
1: It's not good, people.
0: It is not good at all. Dynasty advice again take it as you leave it. We'll look back and tell you, say, I told you so. Use this game for somebody that just lost a running back. Sell Jay Ajayi. Get what you can. Get what you can. Get Alvin Kamara if you can. Straight up, not Paul yep. Abdul style. Straight up, not tell me. Yeah, get him. Do something. Get a first round. Get a high first round pick. Look at the bottom. Look at the. Look at the bottom roster of your teams. Who's going to have a top three pick? Hey, you want Jai for your first? Yeah, I want Jai. He's young. He's good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Look at those yeah, bold bye. knees, Hey,
1: man. Run down bye. there, in South Florida. He's no, he's
0: all loose. His knees, his knees aren't ashy like a three dollar hooker. He's good to go. <laughs> Get out of there. Lord. Get Jai, Jai. Where are you hanging out? Uh, (laughs) you don't want to know it's a dirty dirty place my friend uh so sell jarvis landry obviously devante parker missed a week uh no worries there jay cutler is a big problem that's about it but sell Jay jay that's the biggest news and notes i could take from this Is sell jay jay yep maybe go out there and try and buy julio jones he hasn't scored a touchdown in a year
1: he's having a he's having a slow start to the year that's for sure
0: slow start to the year we're entering week seven
1: i mean marvin hall scored a touchdown
0: i don't remember watching that game
1: we were like who the heck
0: like oh matt ryan lines up deep ball deep pass marvin hall we're like dude we study fantasy football like to the deep of the (laughs) deepest of players we're like who the hell is marvin hall
1: me and you just looked at each other "Eh, whatever yeah where's jordan where where's justin hardy yeah we definitely thought it was justin hardy
0: yeah so but besides that, everything's still good on atlanta side not much to talk about anybody else besides those guys right right? don't go out and buy marvin hall
1: no don't, go. no, don't go nuts on Marvin Hall.
0: Well, you know, right now he's wide receiver 56. <laughs> um, as we get to the Packers and the Vikings here, obviously we talked about Aaron Rodgers here, how it affects them. When it comes to Ty Montgomery, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones got a little bit more carries, and that was kind of expected just with the news of Ty Montgomery still not being 100%. Mm-hmm. Am I still worried about Aaron Jones cutting into Ty Montgomery's carries when he gets healthy? A little bit.
1: Yeah, no, it it unfortunately is one of those messy situations that needs a resolution probably with a, another injury to really get it cleared up. Or, you know, we'll see we'll see how they split him up going forward once Ty is fully healthy. But to me, Aaron Jones still looks better uh running the ball. So I don't know. Okay. If fair enough. If you know, if the coach sees it that way as well.
0: Other side of the ball, Jarek McKinnon looks really good. Um mm-hmm. filling in Dalvin Dalvin Cook's role, they pretty much have the same statistics. Jerick McKinnon, if you're in a championship run, is the perfect player to go out there and get for not a first-round pick that you're probably get up. You could probably realistically, if somebody has Jerick McKinnon on their roster who's not a contender, probably get Jerick McKinnon for a second-round pick.
1: I would agree with that because they've been sitting on him for so long and he almost had zero value there for a little bit when um, obviously Murray uh, signed and then they, they drafted Cook. So the owner might just be happy that he had some sort of return at, at all. to value you know yeah. so yeah. i wouldn't
0: give up a first but i would go out if i need running back help even if you think say you have two okay running backs say you feel good and you're in a playoff hunt right but you don't even really have a third i would go out there and make the move for Jerick mckinnon because most likely whoever your guys are unless they're really superstar studs you should be starting Jerick mckinnon over one of those guys like for example you have doug martin right doug martin's a good quality back to have as a running back two, uh low end running back one i'm starting Jerick mckinnon over doug martin
1: um. Yeah, I think so. At this point, yeah, uh, he looks. He look. I mean, he looks really. He looks really good. He so.
0: looks really. Again, he fits right into that offense really right. well. Comes in the Dalvin Cook role. If you look over the last couple of games of Jarek McKinnon, go over the last couple of games of Dalvin Cook, their statistics are pretty much identical there. So is Jarek McKinnon the long term answer there in Minnesota? No, no, he's not. But he's a long term answer for the last seven eight games you have of your regular season to win you a championship. So if you give up a second round pick and maybe you give up a second, you have to give up a second and third round pick. If it's going to help you win, there's going to be later picks anyways. Make that move. Go out there and buy Jarek McKinnon and do it this week. Do it now as the trade season is in, in the hottest form. It's the sun right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Orbit around that bad boy until you land Jarek McKinnon. Booyah. Do you agree?
1: No, yeah, absolutely. That's Other news he's notes. Buy. He's a good buy right now.
0: Laquan Treadwell caught all three of his targets for 51 yards, and one of them was a pretty sweet catch, one-handed style. Look at him. One-handed style. So, so
1: truth be told, um, I was over here on Sunday watching the Browns game, and we and yes, we probably focused on the Browns game a little bit more than we should have before we tuned it out and that's went to the red zone. But um, okay. but anyway,
0: yes, we were drinking Mexican cokes. We were having a good time.
1: We were drinking Mexican cokes with the real with the with the real sugar in it. It was delicious. It was amazing, as always. Um, tradition. I got a text message about halfway through that game. Hey, we don't have power for my wife at home. So I was like, oh, that's a total bummer. You know. Um, But I proceeded to go home anyway. Foolishly, like I told you not to do? I made a terrible, terrible mistake, thinking that the power company would be able to right their wrong a little bit earlier so I'd be able to go home and watch football.
0: Sure, we'll be out there between today and next week. Just stay home until we get there.
1: I was without power until the middle of the night. Like, I finally clicked on it at, like, 4 in the morning. Were you up at 4 in the morning? I was because my lights came back on. Oh, yeah, okay. some yeah. of the yeah, my some, oh, my of, co- some co- of my light switches are like double double ones. Uh-huh. So there's no way to tell if you actually had them on or off. Okay. So yeah, some lights flipped on at like four in the morning.
0: Okay. You you were startled. I was startled, but it's a ghost. But I but oh, I just, but the reason
1: I told this story is because I didn't get to I didn't get to watch any football other than the football I watched over here oh, on Sunday, which yeah. totally stunk.
0: Yeah. Well, I told you. Why don't you just stay here and tell the wife the power comes back on and after a couple of hours she'll be like the power's still not on and you're gonna be like, Why don't you just come over here we'll eat dinner over riches? I
1: thought about I thought about doing something like that, but um, kids at homework and stuff like that to do also oh, so we yeah, were like yeah. they were doing homework by candlelight. It was yeah, ridiculous. It was, it was, it was even like worse. The, it was like the eighteen hundreds basically in yeah. my house. <laughs> I mean it was stupid. Shabbada <laughs>
0: So, anyway. We'll go turn <laughs> that butter. When I get back, you better be done with your arithmetic. So, anyway, it's nice to
1: um, see the stats, but I did not get to see that stuff a lot.
0: Yeah, so, obviously, three carries. He falls perfectly in that category of give it some more time. Oh, absolutely. With Laquan Treadwell. Remember, he's a first-round pick. Yeah. And guess what, people? You can go out and buy a Laquan Treadwell right now for pennies on the dollar. Yes, you can. Pennies on the dollar. You can give up if you're not competing. I would get a guy like Larry Fitz and get Laquan Treadwell and probably something. No. Okay, we'll just get Laquan Treadwell.
1: Yeah, you could do that straight up.
0: And I'm happy about that because you're listening. Hey, uh, give me a second for Larry Fitz. Nah. What would you rather have? A second round pick of Laquan Treadwell.
1: Laquan Treadwell,
0: hands down. Yeah, me too. So go out there and get Laquan Treadwell. He falls in the category this week of somebody should go out there and try and trade for. We're giving you these guys. We're giving them to you. Laquan Treadwell, get them. Will it pan out? I'm not saying that 100%. But,
1: but I, I like I like the odds of that better than a second or like a random second round pick the
0: and the talent draft. is there. Yeah. I know they got Thielen. I know they got Stephon Diggs. But I'll take a three headed monster.
1: Yeah, no no doubt about it, man. Sam, Bra-
0: Sam Bradford, you hear the rumor? Sam Bradford uh, might not even be able to play again. Like his, his knees bone on bone, and they're saying he might not be able to play again.
1: I didn't hear that. I kn- I knew it was worse than they're letting on, and it seems like they're rushing Teddy back. Teddy's uh, gonna practice. Teddy's gonna practice tomorrow.
0: Yeah or today when you're getting a podcast
1: sure so they're they're looking to activate him either this week or possibly next week yeah um so that all the all those arrows are pointing towards sam bradford's needs
0: yeah so if you have up, sam man, bradford yeah. and you can get a sandwich out of him take that sandwich and eat it with a smile yep okay lion saints we're gonna move on that game here uh drew Brees and versus matt stafford matt stafford uh, doing Matt Stafford things, not having the greatest game, throwing three interceptions, it's crazy. He is the highest played player in the NFL. And, um,
1: I think this is what you get with Matt Stafford. Yeah. You, you're you going to get some excellent games, and you're going to get some three or four interception games that you're just kind of scratching your head going, what the hell is going on?
0: We mentioned Golden Tate went down injury, so Marvin Jones does get a bump out there. Kenny Galladay still banged up too, so don't look for help from him. Eric Ebron, we we all know how you feel about Eric Ebron. We talked about him last week. So I won't go on. I won't get myself started. I'm not going to rub the engine. I'm not going to pull the cord and get this mower going. Eric Ebron's Eric Ebron. He he
1: truly is. And flipping over to the other side. Serenity now. Ted Ginn Jr. caught four of four targets for 66 yards and a touchdown while my, my, my beloved Willie Sneed, only got one catch for 11 yards in his return to
0: action. Matt and I are going to the football game together. So that's the only important
1: stats that we need to talk about from now on on the New Orleans receiving. We're
0: going to the Browns game together. God, I do not want to go to that game. Dude, you know what you should do Literally that game, too? Sell you, my ticket? No, no. You oh. should come and uh, uh, co-host my ESPN show with me. I have free reign to bring anybody who's related to the website onto the radio show with me. Great. Do you ever want to do uh, radio?
1: I mean, not really, but.
0: It'd be fun for a week, right? Sure. Why yeah. not? Well, you'll be my special guest. We'll see. Like, my special guest, co host of the Dinosaurs podcast, Matt O'Hara. People are like, who the fuck is Matt O'Hara? Whoa, F bomb. It's that serious. Yeah, seriously. Well, this show is usually rated PG 13. But listen, when I have to get serious, I will get serious.
1: Plus, I opened the floodgates pretty early with the broke ass collarbone.
0: Yeah, you're true. Sorry. And in honestly, in real life, actually, both our real lives. Our favorite word is the F word.
1: We swear an awful lot.
0: I swear a lot. Yeah.
1: A lot. We clean it up for you, people.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, which is good practice for my national radio show. Yes. Well, it's not national; it's local. Local,
1: but anyway, New <laughs> to e- me, it's it's big time. New England
0: Jets. I'm surprised Tom Brady's not hurt yet, but yeah, you know, we we'll get there. Okay. Uh, the Jets almost pulled out the W there. I they was got really, hosed, man. I was, yeah, that Austin Severin Jenkins touchdown was totally a touchdown, dude. It was a touchdown. How people don't rule that touchdown is the stupidest damn thing I've ever seen. They got hosed. Austin Seferian Jenkins, eleven targets, only second behind uh, Robbie Anderson. Talk about a player that's really starting to come along here after the suspension. Austin Seferian Jenkins. Listen, here's
1: a guy that always had talent down in Tampa. He got the boot for getting like multiple DUIs. He's a nut-
0: he's a knucklehead and and not a smart guy.
1: Not a smart guy at all. But he went through alcohol rehab. Yes, and it served his little uh, quick suspension here at yes. the beginning of the year. And he's really he's really back on track. And him and um Josh McCown have a pretty good connection. Josh McCown always has a pretty good connection with his tight ends. So um like Jenkins me. is a guy that's he's really capitalizing mm-hmm. on his opportunity here, his second yeah, opportunity.
0: Like to the point where you can start him every week. Yeah, I'd feel so. comfortable starting him every single Absolutely. week here. Austin Safarian yep. Jenkins. Uh Robbie Anderson. Again, we keep talking about these guys. You know, Jermaine Curse had a solid game, but these guys are gonna flip flop anywhere from Jeremy Curley, Jermaine Curse, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, it's tough to nail It's down. kind of a crapshoot. If right. you have one of those guys in your desperate needs, you could totally put any one of those guys in as your wide receiver three and hope for the best. I mean, every one of these guys this week had a double-digit game, though. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the Jets receivers here. Jermaine Curse, 11 points. Robbie Anderson, 11 points. Jeremy Curley, 14 points and sure. two catches. Austin Tafarian Jenkins, 18 points. Mm-hmm. All solid players. Elijah McGuire comes away with one more carry than Matt Forte. Both had an equal amount of yards there. And coming to the passing game, Forte caught eight passes, 59 yards, which was his bread and butter there as well. Sure. I, yeah.
1: Unfortunately, with Forte back, it's it's hard to see Elijah, Elijah McGuire being viable just because Forte is going to gobble up all the receptions. Yeah. And that's, that's where like, his game, if, yeah. if
0: Bilal Powell. And Elijah's in there. You'd see Elijah come in there and play a little bit more of that role. I agree. Uh, Gilleslie lost a fumble, then he was benched. Yep. But we've been saying forever now that Gilleslie cannot be started. Nobody can be started there unless your name is James White. Uh, He's honestly, to me, the only person you can get because he's he's viable in the passing game, which he only caught four passes this week for 22 yards. But that from week to week, he's going to be a viable option. Yep. Uh, and that's it out of there, right?
1: That is it. Moving on. Okay. 49ers and the Redskins. We already kinda of talked about the fact that Brian Hoyer was benched during this game. Another, you know, touchdownless um couple, like what was it, quarter and a half or something like that? No, just he's, in, Yeah, he's, he's did terrible. Buster.
0: All this talking you know, and we thought even I thought you you've really played in the Kyle Shannon system, you come in here, do well with a good arm, good deep ball, him, Pierre Garçon, have a nice little rapport there. That's not true. Good news is Bethard comes in. He peppers Pierre Gerson with targets. Mm-hmm. Twelve targets in the game. The second most was George Kittle, the tight end, with eight, which is another good sign for George Kittle. Again, we, we've said it for the last couple of weeks. George Kittle's stock is rising at a rapid pace. When we're talking about players to go buy, I still recommend going out to get George Kittle. We mentioned before, give up the second round pick for him. If that price is going to be harder to get right now, I'd be willing to give up a second round picker pick and a player I have nothing to do with going forward on my roster for George Kittle. When you see a tight end produce at the level of George Kittle is producing now, which is not all-star level or stud muffin level has really high, good historical arrows point up to a good career long-term and getting better and better where you're eventually you're a good mid range to high end tight end one. Mm-hmm. That is the path that George Kittle is on now. Now's the time to go get that guy.
1: Right. He has great athleticism. He's in a great system. They they brought him in specifically to fill a role. And, get
0: a best spark score. Right.
1: Exactly. So go out and get this guy before he blows up. The time is winding down. People yes. are going to start noticing him too much, and they're not going to want to get rid of him. Throw throw an offer out there. Try it, like Rich said, a second round pick might still get the deal done, but it, it might already be too late. Hopefully, you might right? give up a little bit more, yeah. Which hope-
0: I'm willing to do. I'm advocating. That. I'm willing to do that. I, gotta listen. I got listen. I drafted George Kittle in a lot of leagues, Because right. I was a believer. We we pimped him pretty good here on that podcast as mm-hmm. well. Um, goes back to uh the number one dynasty rookie podcast in the United States of America in the world. I would be able to give up a little bit more for uh, George Kittle. What history is telling me is, again, he's going to be a very solid player going forward in the long term. He is, if you like Jordan Reed, then you're going to like George Kittle on your roster. Yes, I said Jordan Reed. That's what I mean. That's what I'm comparing this guy to. That's where he's going to get to. Give up what you need to give up to get George Kittle. Even if, unless you're stacked at tight end, give up what you need to get to get George Kittle on your roster. We were talking about before when you're setting yourself up for 18, you're set up for 19. This is the kind of player you want to go acquire, all right? This is rebuild mode. Obviously, if you're you're not rebuild mode and you're trying to sell yourself for the future, I would encourage not to give up that second-round pick if you don't have to. If you do, that's still okay because, listen, people are going to see your team as a bottom-end team, and they're going to be like, wow, that's a second-round pick. And I would use that as a selling point, saying, hey, man, I'll give you my second-round pick. I'm having a rough year. It's likely going to be a high second-round pick anyways um, I'm just trying to get some young players. George Kittle's a young player who has an okay shot. Like, don't don't blow smoke up George Kittle, but say he's something I could kind of maybe try and take a gamble on. Use that word gamble on uh, a player like George Kittle. Like he's shown enough right now. He has some good upside. I'll give you a high second round pick. I know you drafted him in the fourth round. Right. People might see that as really good value because it's a high second round pick. And next year's tight end class isn't terrible, but it's not great at it's all.
1: Not, I mean, there aren't going to be enough, there's not going to be another tight end class like this past no. one. No.
0: So if you can get George some people get caught up on that and they're like whoa it's a second round pick well if you drafted george Kittle with the second round pick then you're pretty good right right? i agree i gave up that in my 500 hundred dollar league i gave up two first rounds for dalvin cook right and now i don't know they're gonna lie but people like oh you gave up two first well i'm still getting dalvin cook back next year so one of those picks is dalvin cook and i'm okay with that i'm very okay with that all right same thing here don't get caught up on the draft pick I'll give up, if I had to, he's like, no, no. I'd be like, okay, I'll give you George Kittle and Will Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll give you Will Fuller in a second round pick. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Sure. sure. Uh, I'll give up a player for George Kittle. I highly recommend, again, like you said, the clock is winding down. Don't let it wind down on your watch. Go out there and get George Kittle.
1: All right. On the opposite side, Chris Thompson did really well.
0: And Jordan Reed came back healthy. There you go. Uh, Samaji P. Ryan is a turd, just like we said he would be. Not those exact words, but everybody kept taking P. Ran in the first round. I'm like, I don't really get it.
1: I don't get it, man. Still let's, don't get it. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> Moving on to the next game, when we're talking Dynasty Fantasy Football here, we're talking a little about Chicago Bears and Baltimore Ravens. Now, when it comes to a Dynasty aspect, there's not much here, right? On the left side, you have guys like <laughs> the Chicago Bears.
1: Tariq Cohen threw for a touchdown. Huh? that's, God, something, that's you, something new.
0: He's the smallest person to throw for a touchdown since like some guy in like nineteen thirty six, right? Uh, when all people were five foot six. <laughs> but exactly. I mean, I I mean, obviously Jordan Howard, Howard has one hundred sixty seven yards. He also had thirty six rushes. Sure, so that's what we're gonna do. I'm taking Jordan Howard, who looks good. He's a solid running back. I feel like right now you can get a really you can get really good returns on Jordan Howard. I'm still not sold on his long-term value.
1: So Jordan Howard, you said 36 carries for 167 yards. That's 4.6 yards per carry. He had a long of 53 yards in overtime. Yes. So I mean, without that, that's a pretty low average. Uh, I don't, I don't know what off the top of my head. You know, you take away that one run, he's keep talking 35 for 100 and
0: keep talking 167 100 minus 53 and 14 divided by 36. Is a three point one six average. So right. Yes, this is where stats can be deceiving. Right. So he literally jumps a yard and a half per average on one run.
1: That happened in overtime.
0: It happened in overtime.
1: Right.
0: It was a good rush. It got got, got him uh, in position to get that W.
1: Right. I mean, they won the game because it, but you know, whatever.
0: So we were talking about J.J. I, I, still, you can get more for Jordan Howard than you can get for J.J. I'm selling Jordan Howard definitely if I'm even if I'm competing. I'm gonna try and sell Jordan Howard for something that can still help me compete and maybe set me up for the future as well. I recommend sending Jordan Howard. Uh, everybody else in that roster is just okay. Tariq Cohen snap, you know his his attempts uh, in the passing game. They've dropped for four consecutive weeks now.
1: It's bizarre. It's almost like once I traded for him, his his numbers went to yeah. crap.
0: I'm not giving up on him <laughs> yet. No, um man. as well. It's just it's. It's going to be run city there in Chicago for a while. They don't right. have anything in the receiving game. No. They have to protect Mitch Trubisky because, like, unlike the Browns, they want to protect their rookie quarterback and not scar him for life. Okay?
1: It's a it's a weird concept for us Browns fans to see somebody protect a quarterback yeah. with the running game.
0: whole reason I thought Isaiah O'Carrillo was going to be good. Why? Hey, we have a rookie quarterback in here. Let's run the ball 36 times. That's a good idea, right? Now nah, let's just run it 15 times and throw for 111.
1: Listen, it doesn't make any sense to me. I can't I can't talk about it.
0: Baltimore side, Jerry Macklin's out. I mean, there's no receivers that you really want to target there. Chris Moore led in target not led in targets, Ben Watson led in targets there. It's a cesspool when it comes to Dynasty Fantasy football. The only person you might want to trade for who has low value right now that can help your team is gonna be Buck Allen. Alex Collins got the most carries. Again, averaged a really good average there with four point nine yards per carry. Really starting to show something here. I wouldn't get too overhyped about that. I think Baltimore will address the running back need either via the draft or free agency this year. I don't think anybody on here is a long-term answer.
1: I'm with you there, man.
0: Okay, Um, let's get off this crap fest. Let's get off
1: that crap fest and Um, move on to another one, the Cleveland Browns versus uh, the Houston Texans. Listen,
0: I can't even talk about the Cleveland Browns. I am so disappointed in the Cleveland Browns. There's not a single player on that team that's not named Duke Johnson that you want anything to do with on your roster. Nobody. Nobody. You know what? I'll actually... I, I like Kaysen Williams is still is a stash right. He's somebody that I think can I think he's stashable. with time could be yeah. stashed. Ricardo Lewis, nope. Bryce Treggs, nope. Isaiah Carell, nope. Rashard Higgins, nope. Sammy Coates, I Sammy Coates didn't even be in the NFL, nope. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. David and Joker. Yeah, you want in Joker. Yeah, want I, in was Joker waiting,
1: I was waiting for you to get to your realization that you did want your tight end. That yeah. you, that you so
0: l- let's just get off there. Yeah. Um, on the Houston side, Will Fuller has another touchdown. So Will Fuller's coming off back-to-back games where he had touchdowns. He has three touchdowns in the last two games with big games remember i was remember watching and the big oh yeah big pass to him right sure. in the, right now wearing right his hands dropped right,
1: drop right in the bed bread basket and fell right out the bottom of the yeah. bread basket
0: yeah it was one of those breads that must have been super soft and fresh where the ball just went right through that maybe it was bread. really
1: hot coming out of the oven and he didn't want oh, to touch it fresh bread out of the oven. yeah
0: you know those like diets you can't eat bread
1: that seems stupid
0: yeah i'll never be on that diet yeah i love it too much i go to road texas roadhouse and i'm just like oh look at all uh, sir, we're can I get you? I'll have a water and more rolls, please. Sir, are you gonna order any food? No, no, not <laughs> feed me. Um, so I would again. I'm utilize, I'm taking Will Fuller here, and I'm selling. Mm-hmm. I'm selling. Yeah,
1: definitely, man. You know, you know my stance on this guy. He he just has issues with his hands, man.
0: Yes, yes, sir. So let's get off this game. Braxton Miller, obviously another big game as well. He's a good. Uh, things are looking up if you drafted uh, uh, Deshaun Watson, not Braxton Miller. Yeah,
1: Deshaun Watson. I was wondering what the heck you are talking about. I don't know what I'm talking
0: about. All right, Buccaneers and the Cardinals. Uh, Doug Martin does not come out and explode here, only with 3.8, but does still come with another touchdown.
1: Saved the day with a touchdown. Saved the
0: day with a touchdown here. Deshaun Jackson not really, he had another touchdown as well, but not doing as good as I really thought Deshaun Jackson would do in his offense.
1: No, and this is a weird game too. You know, obviously Winston came out and Fitzpatrick came in and, and through three touchdowns, put two interceptions. So, I, I like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch these games and live or anything like that. So, I didn't actually see the game floor or anything like that. But that can be tough on wide receivers, you know, having a backup guy thrust in there. And
0: Cameron really. Braid's still showing that he's a very valuable option at tight end, kind of showing like, hey, man, I maybe mean, you guys should have gone somewhere else in the draft besides OJ Howard, who's, you know, a really great draft prospect. But Maybe you should address another need there when you have a guy like Cameron Bray who is shown picking up right where he left left mm-hmm. off last year that he is viable and should be viable for your fantasy roster for the rest of the year. Obviously, they're gonna get OJ Howard in next year's gonna be his year to really start being utilized. Remember, it's a three year process usually for tight ends. That's how it works. It is. We talked about Adrian Peterson. Uh, he's a stud. People kept asking me, "Should I go? Should I use Adrian Peterson?" I'm like, "No, he's behind the offensive line. It's terrible." Blah blah blah. I was wrong. Yep. I was wrong. It happens. Uh, Start Adrian Peterson if he's utilized like this, use him. Five point two average, two touchdowns. Uh, Smoky Brown, John Brown was back again. He had a touchdown, which is nice to see. Leonard uh, Fitzgerald got a ton of targets. Yeah, so. he fits in the sell category. If you're not competing, if you are competing, you keep him and you ride him to the championship. Let's move on to the Rams and the Jag, shall we? Let's do. Had it. a real scare there for a minute. Thought we we're gonna lose Leonard Fournette. It was just ankle boo boo. Listen, Fournette's the real deal, man. Did you see him on that one run, that big seventy-five yard run? I think he just clocked in at like twenty-one something miles an hour. This guy was outrunning defensive backs.
1: Hey man, he's one of those guys that once he gets going, he's really fast. So I've I've always thought that. That's what it showed up on tape, and he can outrun defensive backs. He's the truth, man. It, it's it's just getting through the line of scrimmage with that guy, and once he gets ahead of steam going, uh, good luck.
0: He is the truth. He makes you feel comfortable. If you took him ahead of Dalvin Cook in the process, that you're like, oh, maybe should maybe I should have flip flop. Where you're like, okay, I'm good, I'm good oh, with yeah. that. Well, especially
1: uh, especially with Cook going down too, you're, you're looking really good. Yeah,
0: he is here, and he is here to stay for a long time. He is an elite running back. Uh, no surprise there. The receiving game, Chris Ivory comes in. He has ten targets. Pretty uh, pretty crazy. Pretty, pretty crazy. Right? Totally. Um, other side of the ball, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Two, Two catches, thirty-five yards, and he's an up and down guy. But that's he's why I expect up. to see have a rookie. That's why you expect to see have a rookie of his caliber. Still like him long term. What do we do with Sammy Watkins?
1: Hard to say, man. He's got blow. Besides potential. one game, right. he's
0: had zero. He's been right. nothing. He's been a zero guy. Right. I mean, literally hurt in your roster. You can't
1: sell him, and you're not starting him. So he's sitting there on your. He's sitting there on your bench, and you know he's a hope and a pray guy. You just if you. If you need him, you hope that he's gonna perform for you. That's it.
0: I mean, do they do they resign this guy? This is
1: it. This is it for him, man. I think in in L A. He's not really fitting in all that great. It doesn't oh. seem like unless he starts turning it around towards the end of the season. What's why would you spend big money on this
0: guy? Yeah, I don't know uh, him and Amari Cooper both. If you have those two guys in your roster, like the one guy who's selling in our league, Juan, uh, it's pretty depressing.
1: No, totally, man. Because you
0: you go into the league, you're like, dude, I got Sammy, I got Amari. I got Aaron Rodgers. I am a competitor. I'm going to win. The, look at my receiving court. It's so sexy. I got Jordy Nelson, too. And all of a sudden, bam, you're just like, what the hell happened? You're, you're sitting there week seven. Like, dude, my team's terrible. I, I have the third worst record. I have the second lowest amount of points. I can't start Sammy Watkins, but I can't bench him because my dynasty team doesn't have enough depth. I can't say anything to Mario Cooper. What do I do with Mari Cooper?
1: Terrible. It's terrible. It, it, no, it's totally rough, man, but. It is what it is, man. You can't sell. you got to hold the value. You can't too sell them, and, and right now you can't, you can't start him
0: The talent's there. This could literally be a scheme thing and a fit thing. Right. right. No,
1: definitely, because, I mean, when a guy like Robert Woods, who I consider like a marginal talent, is just outperforming you week in and week out, it, there's something going on behind Something's the scenes that That isn't right. So
0: Steelers-Chiefs, Kareem Hunt finally doesn't have the gigantic, monstrous game, but he still has 100 yards from scrimmage.
1: Uh, yeah, right. They contained him, uh, quote unquote. You know, as far as you know, and what he's been behind the line of scrimmage, he was contained you, we, nine, nine carries, right. twenty
0: one yards, but he's he still followed through with five catches for eighty nine yards, right. uh, with the big run of thirty seven, which is still really good for him. Other side of the field, we heard news and notes that Martavis Bryant might want to have been traded. Uh, mm-hmm. he comes out and says no. J- Juju Smith is some seem to pass him up in that role there. Looks like they want to get Juju a little bit more involved. Something that we were really down with, uh, down on through the process. Three targets, three catches, 32 yards. Nothing special, but seems to be taking over Martavis Bryant's spot. Martavis is a free agent. Looks like they're probably just going to let him walk, and they're going to be like, hey, I want to see what I have in Juju. Is this the time to go buy Martavis Bryant? I say yes. Um...
1: He's His value is definitely low right now, yeah, so from that standpoint. Um, He's going
0: to be free agent. He's going to sign somewhere and the potential to be a number one somewhere for a certain team. He
1: definitely has below value if he goes somewhere. Um, I'm trained for him. Sure. I'm
0: I'm not giving him a first for him, but I'm making a move for him.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I'm,
0: I'm inquiring. I'm sending a telegram to that team owner and say, Hey, uh, Martavis Bryant, I'm just trying to get some depth here at wide receiver. What are you looking for? First, whoa, 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 whoa. Cool what, the saddles, cowboy. Plus, what are all these
1: beeps? I need a decoder. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I, I mean, you can definitely send out feelers to the, whoever has it, because I think it's, it's a worthwhile venture. But flipping back to the Juju Smith-Schuster stuff, I, I think this is what he is. I, I just, I don't. You know, three catches, 32 yards. I don't think he's going to ever really have huge blow-up potential there. No, I, especially yeah. when, while Antonio, Antonio Brown is there Yeah, also. I think his
0: good game for him would be like six catches for like 80 yards.
1: I think it will be less than that, to be honest. No, I'm talking about like his good game. Yeah. Like that's his good game. Yeah. you know,
0: Not consistent. I'm talking right. about his good game. Right. I, I'm with you, too. I, I don't think he has... The fluidity to be something bigger than that. Maybe. Personally. Nope. Um, that's why there's more talk when he was coming in, like, oh, maybe I'll take up the role as a tight end. Because he kind of fits that more end of a role. Who like a guy like a good tight end will have fifty-five catches for eight hundred yards. Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, that's not good for your great receiver. No. So I'll pass on that grass.
1: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and and moving know, on.
0: We know you will. Uh moving on to the Chargers and the Raiders. The Chargers get back to back wings there. Usually they when they line up for that last second field goal to get the w they miss
1: yeah it turned not it this
0: week they got real close and uh. i was sitting there i was like come on there's no way i'm just sitting there watching it you know watching the red zone I'm like, you can't mess this up I'm like, finally they're gonna get it. and they do uh melvin gordon another big game but well, they big, finally
1: got rid of young hoku man
0: young way <laughs> uh they bring in uh so obviously we all predicted, not predicted but a lot of us on twitter had said and you see a lot of people talk about hey this is a, we're gonna start seeing some more hunter henry this week finally does comes in 5 catches 90 yards. I'm going to slowly outtake Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's big year is really going to come next year, I think. Next there, year.
1: Yeah. yeah, Antonio Gates will be completely gone. It'll be his show. I mean, not that it isn't already. I think Antonio Gates has pretty much been phased out. Um he's just kind of there every once in a while and you know He's not consistently. Yeah, a but
0: I mean, if you can get Hunter Henry, I I would definitely still recommend getting Hunter Henry because his his future is next year. It's gonna be his year. We thought maybe this year he have a possibility, mm-hmm. after Gates broke that touchdown record, but it's gonna be like a mix. Maybe it picks up from here on. Sure. So maybe by now. Mike- well,
1: I mean, I think they. I, I mean, I think they. You know, the first four games they lost all of them, and then they you know they start kind of going to some of these other guys and and getting away from their traditional guys that they're used to and they start winning games
0: high first round pick in the nfl high pick in your rookie draft mike williams finally gets back on the field after that back injury good news that guy who was on the ir which we've been kind of devastated sure i'd love to see him finish out the year getting exposed to the nfl comes in played sparingly uh got one target but caught that one target for 15 yards nice Good to see here. And
1: I, li- I like Mike Williams a lot coming
0: in this year. So. Yeah, me too. He's going to come into here. He'll be the number two to Keenan Allen. It's going to be him and Keenan Allen, not him and Tyrell Williams. And what I really like too is for value wise, Melvin Gordon, the way he's been from over the last three years, how every single year he's gotten better and better in the passing game. Mm-hmm. And right now he has proven to be, not only is he pretty good between the tackles rushing, but surprisingly between the tackles rushing. For three years straight now, he's pretty much an under four yards to carry kind of rusher. He's
1: not an efficient. He's a he's a volume guy.
0: He's a, yeah, he's a volume guy. But mm-hmm. he's really he's got he's really good in the open field. He's got really good feel, uh, speed, and every year he's getting better and better in the passing game. Mm-hmm. And this is a team that used to have Dwayne Woodhead on their roster too. They know how to utilize that pass catcher running back. They've turned him into that running back. This is fantastic Let's this put this. Melvin Gordon's already a top-tier guy as it is. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. But this puts him into that elite tier. Mm-hmm. Like, him catching the football like this, because he he has the the ability to bust off big runs as well. So, like, sure. he'll have those games where he busts off a 40-yard, 50-yard run as well. He has that ability as well. Most of the time, some of it could be on the offensive line, I guess you could argue that. He's going to be about a 3.5-yard carry per guy. Like you said, it's volume. But if they keep utilizing him in this passing game, which over three consecutive years that we've seen this kind of happen with him, which is great signs. He's elite running back mm-hmm. capability, elite I, top end guy.
1: I totally agree, man. The targets, the targets are huge. I mean, twelve targets for uh, you know nine receptions. You, you get eight or nine receptions out of any running back. And, I mean, that guy's a, he's a startable guy. That and puts he, you, that you, put
0: you in wide receiver one category, right,
1: right? And you throw another 70 or eighty yards on top of it rushing, and, and that's you know you're in another gold on carries. Yeah.
0: yeah, he is. Uh,
1: You're in another stratosphere then.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you you come down to the fantasy goldmine category there. You're talking like a redraft top three picks Mm -hmm. right there, and that's where Melvin Gordon is right now. So great news for Melvin Gordon. I love to see those um, arrows keep pointing out for guys like that that you take. You know, year one, big disappointment, no touchdowns. Year two, double-digit touchdowns. Year three, monstrous receiving yards to go with those double-digit touchdowns. The sky is just sailing up there. Um, I would... One thing I would say about that for like long term dynasty f- effect like that though for a guy like that utilizes himself in the passing game like that, he's about a year or two away for me to really try and get out from under player at the same time. No, I,
1: I agree because he does have some long term risks with the uh, microfracture and knee yeah. surgery that he had. Mm-hmm. So if yeah, if he keeps performing uh, and you get three good years out of him, it might be time to move on. After
0: yeah, I, I definitely see getting four good years out of him like after next year too. Uh, and then when he gets ready to sign that new contract. Oh, I, I'm
1: saying this is this is year one of the good stuff. Oh, okay, And then, yeah, like, yeah. two more years um, after that. Year.
0: Yeah, so after, like, next year, you write him out next year. And then maybe after that, right. maybe you start to get ready to go into something. like Sure. I, I mentioned before, like, maybe it's a possibility even may, the juice might be worth the squeeze in a guy like Saquon Barkley for Melvin Gordon. Maybe sure. you get something more. You get that 1-1 one, one, and maybe 2-1 for melvin gordon it'd be really hard because that team's pretty bad but that might be an interesting move i'd make it but melvin gordon would be somebody you could flip for a really elite kind of player yep. uh and i'm not saying do that now ride the wave he's good there's no, there's no red flags here or anything but something to keep in mind like i'm not saying that about a lot of players but the hashtag two three year window is pretty real yep
1: okay? True statement
0: uh other side of the ball, Mari Cooper finally did something at five catches for twenty-eight yards.
1: On on six targets. So, I mean, we've been knocking him for dropping balls. Uh, I didn't I don't know if he dropped the one that he missed, but um at least he seems to have been cleaning that up a little bit.
0: Good article on com on there about don't give up on Amari Cooper by John Dement. Definitely recommend checking that out. He's just too good to be even remotely thinking about selling here. Um the arrow still pointing up for Amari Cooper. Again, com. Check out that article, by John Dement, Marshawn blows Moving on. Uh, New York Giants and the Denver Broncos. I was on a uh, Canadian uh radio this a? weekend. I was on TSN, which is their ESPN. Yes, I was on that. Yeah, I do. Listen, I get offers to do national radio. Right? So I did national radio this weekend. Uh, and he's like, tell. He's like, there's a lot of injuries going on. Uh, a about the the New York Giants. A. Uh, what do you think about that? And I'm like, listen, listen here, buddy, buddy, buddy. I was like, listen here, buddy. I was like, New York Giants. You ever hear of Chernobyl? That's the New York Giants right now. Stay away. Stay clear unless you're Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. Listen, the only thing you won't even touch on New York Giants offense right now is Evan Ingram. Everybody else right now is just not touchable because either one, they're hurt, or they're just no good. Yep. We mentioned Sterling Shepard. He's the guy you want to go get. Odell Beckham, good luck trying to get him, but he ain't going to be back to next year. So maybe you can get him. Maybe. Yeah, who some, knows? Some no. people flip out about stuff like that. Orleans Darkwood comes in. Has a really nice game, 21 carries for 117 yards. He's not a long-term answer.
1: No, but it doesn't surprise me. He looked better even in the preseason. He looked more explosive. And then we talked about that yeah.
0: uh, a couple weeks ago. Other side of the ball, the whole Denver Broncos just kind of took a poo-poo platter. Besides Damaris Thomas, who was peppered with 14 targets. Uh, look for that to continue with Emmanuel Sanders' bump ankle. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. 10 catches, 133 yards. If you're a championship contending team, you can go buy Damaris Thomas. He is a buy. Uh, their I quarterback agree. situation is terrible there. We mentioned that earlier as well. C.J. Anderson, who's had a really nice game, had a down game, but look for him to rebound in the following weeks.
1: Right on. On to Monday Night Football. Last one of the Indianapolis week. Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans.
0: Um, I fell asleep during this game, so I didn't really watch much of it. Uh, I come in and I see that we mentioned Derrick Henry comes in, adds 19 carries for 131 yards. Most of that came out of 17, 72-yard long rush, which is pretty much – more than half of his yards on one carry there. It sure is. Um, I'm looking to move Derrick Henry again. I'll say that every single possible week. Frank Gore looks like he's totally about toast. Ten carries, 49 yards, 4.9 the average. Yeah, he Still, doesn't
1: average bad. He doesn't. He doesn't get much opportunity. And, uh, and I'm surprised that it wasn't more a little bit more Marlon Mack because he he came out and looked like he got shot for, out of a cannon. Yeah,
0: first run, 22 yards. Right. Looked, and then he gets one more carry. Right. And that was it
1: for negative four yards.
0: They're um, also down pretty heavily sure, as well too. Sure. Good to see Dante Creep step up. Again, we, we're we looking for Andrew Luck to come back to see what Dante creeps real value is. Um, Most likely just a guy.
1: I think he's just a guy, man. But
0: a, a guy yeah. like wide receiver three guy with Andrew Luck. Sure. But the name value might be able to get you more than that. You could do better. You can right? do
1: better. Eric Decker, there was an Eric Decker sighting this week. You can do better. You can do better than Eric Decker. Yeah. yeah. No, but there was an Eric Decker sighting.
0: I, I was glad to see the Taiwan Taylor catching the... Uh, the game-winning touchdown there. Pretty nice uh,
1: little uh, 53-yard pass right there.
0: Yeah, so I, th- I still think – I think we talked about before, way early in the process after the draft, we said, I envision the future of the Tennessee offense being Taiwan Taylor and Corey Davis. And we give a big boost to Taylor because of this. That's one play, yes, but still something i like to get some shares of in Dynasty if I can. And
1: that's my sneaky second wide receiver taken in the draft on the same team strategy right there
0: solid so that's yep. it that's it for this week of course we'll be back next week um we're at 281 reviews on itunes for the podcast oh my gosh uh is your eye twitching we're getting close to 400 yeah. 381 i'm sorry sure 19 of you come on baby it's just 19 <laughs> i mean thousands of you listen to this we're only asking for 19 of you to take this a couple seconds and give you at least a rating review i do want to say the last guy that let us left us a rating review is uh, Hokey Nation ninety five, said he, his only complaint was that he attempted to purchase a shirt, and help support the podcast was unable unable to complete the tra- transaction. I don't know what happened in that there because that's never really happened before. Hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Richard. Shoot me an email, rich at and I'll make sure uh, you get taken care of on that shirt. We can get get you one of those shirts, which are always available on dynastiereds. We sure? have the cranberry. Oh no, you know what? The cranberries aren't for sale on the website. But even though they're not for sale on the site, we haven't done this for a while. Let's give away a Dinosaur shirt. Yeah. And if you want one of them to be a cranberry, I could probably make that happen. Whoa, look at you. I'll tell you what. If you are if you email me, first two people that email me or whatever, or hit me up on Twitter, I'll sell you a cranberry. Whoa. But right now somebody's going to win one. Uh, give me a number. Uh, number, 60. number 60. Logan... Niswander, Niswander, N-I-S-W-A-N-D-R. You are a Nerd Herd Niswander. member. Hit me up, rich at dynastynerds.com, or hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich, and uh, we're going to give you a free shirt, Nice, Logan, man. Cran- being,
1: cranberry if you want it.
0: Just from being a, a Nerd Herd member.
1: If is not your color, we can work something else out.
0: We have black, red, gray, and cranberry. Sure. Um, Obviously, if you want to buy a shirt, it's a great way to support the podcast. Every two shirts we sell pays for the podcast for a month, so we appreciate the help. Of course, we have the donations page in the top right hand corner where you can donate monthly if you want to to mm-hmm. help us out. Become a,
1: become a member of the uh, Nerd, Herd. Nerd Herd.
0: Win free stuff. We got to remember to give shirts away more often. We you do. you think? Yeah. So, Logan Nieswander, hit me up, man. you got a free shirt. Sweet. And if somebody else wants a cranberry, hit me up too. We'll sell you one. Wow. Straight cash, homie. Wow. Straight right? up cash. Yeah. Oh, so, sure. and obviously, like I said, the Hokey Nation 95 guy who left a rating or review. Um, hit me up too, man. Let's make sure we can make that process happen. On a shirt. And if you want to buy a cranberry one, I'll sell you a cranberry one too. Whoa. Because you deserve it. I don't know what happened. We'll make that right. But again, 19 more people, if you leave us a rating review on iTunes. And I know some people write us like, hey, I don't have iTunes. How do I leave you a rating review? I don't know. I'm an Apple guy. I don't know how you leave your reviews. It it won't matter because I have Apple, so I won't see them anyways. Here's what I recommend find somebody you know that's close to you that has an iPhone, take the podcast app, and leave us a rating review on their phone. (laughs) That's what you do. That's how you fix the problem.
1: That is how you fix You know
0: somebody that's an Apple iPhone, right?
1: Rich's problem. Yes.
0: Um, in the meantime, you can tune in to me on every Sunday from 8 to 9 on ESPN Cleveland 850. If you want to tune in, stream it. I know Colleen does. Nice. Uh yeah, that's that. You want to hit me up on Twitter? You give,
1: you give good fantasy advice there. It's, dude, worth, it's definitely worth it.
0: Dude, I am killing on that show. I'm going to about 70% hit rate. I'm doing pretty good. All I do is talk about not-so-obvious starts. Right. You know, the sneaky guys.
1: So we did forget to mention that Ezekiel was granted another temporary stay. Yeah, yeah, his suspension is going to happen next year. So, yeah, it's it's been lifted again. I did want to poke, you know,
0: it's just kind of su- It just kind of sucks because like, if it doesn't get reduced, like you're just delaying the inevitable. It is. Like, he's, right. you just, like, for you as an owner, would you just want to get out of the way?
1: I would, yeah, because then you could, you know, it's not in the middle of your playoff run.
0: I mean, I get it for him. Like, if he feels for sure he did nothing wrong, then you fight it tooth and nail, you know, um, and you don't give an inch. Right. But as a fantasy owner, which is mostly all I care about, I don't care what anybody does in their personal life. Um, well, no, I take that back. I care when people hit their kids with switches and people hit women and do stupid stuff with that. But for the most part, I'm more focused on. Fantasy football duly noted uh proceed so uh but as an owner you're kind of like yeah let's get this out of the way man i need you for the future and that's why i said before i was on i uh, actually i talked about that in that uh canadian tsn interview they're like what do you do with zeke i'm like if i'm a zeke owner i am looking to sell and here's why uh you can get a good return on them and we don't know what's going on with the suspension maybe it doesn't happen all year maybe it does but worst case now we're in the point where if he does have to serve six games it's gonna hit you in the playoffs. Right. Where it hits you most. And now, before when you drafted him, I'm like, hey, I just need to hold on to him to the playoffs. He's not there. Then he's no good to you. Because obviously we're talking redraft.
1: True. They yeah, don't know anything. That's obviously it. true. They don't yeah.
0: know much about Dynasty in Canada. That's not true. We have a lot of good followers in Canada. Okay? Hey. all right buddy well until then buddy if you want to follow me on twitter you can follow me at dynasty rich
1: i'm at dynasty you can
0: follow the site at dynasty nerds make sure you check out dynasty every single day we got the waiver wire pickups the weekly stash what we learned rankings, so much more dynasty nerds.com make sure you make that your home page click it every single day even if you don't really want to read much go out there click on it open a couple pages up check it out you know see what you like
1: see what you like that's it cruise around on there a little bit Gordon Hayward, uh, hopefully you have a speedy recovery. That injury was brutal.
0: You show me the video because um, I'm recording the Cavs game right now because it's an opening season NBA, so I'm going to go up there. I'm going to finish this and go watch the Cavs game. Um, yeah,
1: right. We're, Cav- we're Cavs fans, and Gordon Hayward, please recover
0: You that. showed me the video right before we started podcasting. His foot was facing the wrong way. That was gruesome, man. So if you don't watch basketball, which I'm sure a lot of people that listen to podcast probably don't care about basketball. Just look at the Gordon Hayward uh, injury that happened yesterday. Just for uh, poops and giggles.
1: It's r- it's, it's rough. really gross. Yeah,
0: but it's not it's not gross enough where because he's wearing a sock, so it kind of helps a little bit. But his foot is facing the wrong way. It's it's brutal, man. It's gruesome. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch it again right now. Sure. Until then, toodaloo. Bye, bye, guys. Ready, set. Up.